listeners. Hope you're ready for the season two finale of Ready or Not. The episode is called Am I Perverted or What? Britt, this episode is finally here. Yay! It was a good one. A it's really a good really, one. <laughs> we say that a lot, but this one, it was this good. is a good episode. We have watched a lot of Ready or Not in the past year and a half. Mm-hmm. This is a good episode. <laughs> so far, maybe the best. There's a lot going on in this episode. Ooh, yeah, there is. Dom has a big storyline. So good. Amanda thinks she's a perv. Do we ever meet Cheryl? I need to know who this woman is. Oh, I don't know. Dom's girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. There's a bit of an ode to Sue Johansson. Yes, yes, there is. In this episode, oh baby, oh baby, Brit, let's do it. Thank you all for joining us. I'm Amy. And I'm Brit. This is Still Not Ready, the original podcast about our favorite Canadian teen drama from the 90s, the super cringy Ready or Not. I messed that up in the last episode. Did you? I don't think yeah. it was noticeable. It was odd. Well, I noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> Britt, what's happening? I've had a lot of thoughts this week. Okay, oh, let no. me let me throw one <laughs> at you quick. Because this is kind of like a 90s, early 2000s thought. Is Shane West good looking? Is Shane West the walk to remember guy? Yeah, so um, I had a free trial to Amazon Prime. ER is on Amazon Prime. So I'm like, obviously I need to watch ER again for like the third time. And I'm in the seasons and Shane West is in them. And I'm like, is he good looking? Did I have a crush on him when I was watching a watch? Remember, I can't decide. Yeah, he's a good looking guy. You think? I mean, if you saw him in real life, he certainly would stand out amongst so, the regular people okay. you hang out with. So funny you maybe <laughs> brought that up because my partner said he did see Shane West IRL like walking the streets of Toronto. And couldn't oh place gosh. him, just like looked at him and was like, okay. I know, I know you, but I don't. Anyway, I don't know. That's my one thought. And did he say he was a good looking guy on the well, streets of Toronto? You know what? He probably just blended in. He had like a beanie on or something, you know, so he's just another face of the crowd, I think, at that point. Do you want to know the most bizarre thing about you bringing him up? What? Is that? I went down like a rabbit hole on his Instagram just today. Really? Weird. Because, because <laughs> I think there was like a walk to remember. It must be 20 years old or something today. Oh, man. Okay. So Mandy Moore and a few other people like posted about how it's 20 years old and how it like shaped her career or whatever. So I like clicked on him just right down that rabbit hole on Instagram. Okay. So, so obviously I'm quickly looking at his Instagram. I mean, he's definitely good looking in his Instagram. Yeah. He's a good looking guy, but I don't, Oh man, I don't know. I'm just like really torn. Yeah. He's a good, he's a good looking guy. Actors are good looking. They're way better looking than you even think they are. I think. <laughs> Because you see them on the screen and you're only comparing them to other good looking people. Usually, usually. Yeah. Oh, wait. The other big news, which is sort of relevant. (laughs) The Degrassi HBO Max reboot. Yeah. When's that happening? There's so many reboots happening right now. Come on, ready or not. I know. Waiting. They're really. I feel like they're going to miss the boat if they don't jump pretty quick. Um. Well, I think filming for Degrassi is starting summer, this summer, 2022. Oh, that's how far away we are from seeing that show. So I think we're like a year away from it. So. You know what? It'll probably premiere early 2023. I mean, they can turn that stuff around pretty quick. Well, that's a year away. <laughs> that's true, I guess. But, but freaking um, Fresh Prince Bel-Air is getting a reboot. What? Yeah. I heard it on the local radio station. You know what? This is what happens. Like every 10 years, it's like, let's just reboot everything we can. And people get sick of it and it's over. Well, you know what? I think the problem is the best shows all happened like 20 years ago. It's true. Well, there's no any more ideas. There's no more ideas. There's no more ideas. No more ideas. ideas. Yeah. So, okay. (laughs) Rain it in. (laughs) Rain it in. So 
I don't think you know this. What? But this is not only the season two finale of Ready or Not, but it is also Still Not Ready's 40th episode. 40. Wow. I think I've lost count. Hey. <laughs> well, it's good to end on an even number. Two seasons down after this episode, three seasons to go. I think we're going to make it. We are. Can I bring up my comments on if this is really a season two finale? <laughs> so for our purposes, it is. And for our podcast, it is the season two finale. But OK, so we all know everyone's always like complaining that Encore Plus has all the episodes wrong. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So I watched this episode, season two, episode 13 on Encore Plus. I read the comments. So someone commented and called out Encore Plus and was like, you have these all wrong. Season two, episodes 14 to 26 are actually season three, because that's what Wikipedia and IMDb say. 13 to 26. 14 14 to 26. 26. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Then Encore Plus comments back and says something like, the producers are the ones that gave us the episodes and the season listings. Okay. Uh, I, okay. So on IMDb, episode 13 is the final episode of season two. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into season three. And then I'm pretty sure each season after, like all the seasons have 13 episodes, which leads me to believe that IMDb has it right. Encore Plus is saying the producers told us how to list and label the episodes. Oh, excuse me, Encore Plus. I think they're wrong. I think they're wrong. (laughs) It's so to sum this all up, we've been rewatching Ready or Not on the Encore Plus YouTube channel. And on that channel, season three continues until like episode 26. But this is obviously our season two finale. Mm -hmm. Episode 13. Am I perverted or what? That's what it is on IMDb. So if you're watching along with us on Encore Plus, just make a mental note. Really, the best way to go about this is follow us on Instagram and we'll let you know which episode we're about to release that week. And that's the way that you can do it Mm -hmm. kind of in order as we go. Yes, perfect. And I do always wonder if people are watching along with us. So that's a good question. We should ask that in our polls. Maybe we will. Good idea. That's a good idea. (laughs) Let me jot that down for the end of the episode. Okay. Now, there's a season three sort of announcement. I want to make sure we get to before we get into the episode. Okay. So nobody misses it because you never know. Y'all might be like moving right along to another podcast once we say the end and skip over our little post episode (laughs) banter, which is fine. Whatever flows your boat. But just a heads up, there is sometimes some important information given at the end of the episode. So just putting that out there. But I want everyone to hear this. So we often, as you all know, have guests on the show. We usually have other podcast hosts or actors that have been on the show. But in season three, we think we should have maybe one of you guys on the show a stan a super fan or super fan of ready or not doesn't have to be a super fan of us maybe just listen to us because you really like the show and you just can't stand us that's true (laughs) we would love to have a hater on that could be fun (laughs) no 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 we would control the narrative baby we have editing powers (laughs) yeah what do you think of this idea Britt? i think it's good i think it'd be fun let's have a super fan on a ready or not super fan. Just a totally random listener. Maybe you have like some sort of weird connection to ready or not, Ooh, or yeah. maybe a story to tell about one of the actors. Maybe you were or the girl guide in the classroom. Maybe you are an extra on the show and you've got all kinds of behind the scenes deets you'd like to put out there. Or mm. <laughs> maybe... Maybe you just feel like you have a lot to say when you listen to Still Not Ready and you want to come on a Zoom chat and hang out with us as we break down an episode. So don't be shy. It's as easy and as comfortable as a Zoom call. So find us on Instagram at Still Not Ready Pod. Send us a DM. Or if you don't have Instagram, we do have 
an email address. Still not ready pod at gmail.com. You can send us an email and just tell us why you'd like to be a guest, who you are, a little about yourself, maybe something about you from the 90s that's interesting. Ooh. Anything. We're just gonna we're just gonna pick someone, I guess. <laughs> just someone that stands out to us for whatever reason. We'll set up a date and a time that works for everyone and have you on the show. I think this is gonna be fun. I think it's a good idea. It could also really backfire in a lot of different ways. Well, then we just don't release the episode because we have the power. (laughs) We'll just give it a whirl. We'll give it a whirl, guys. Yeah, someone poses as like our biggest fan and then they come on and they're just like, Amy, you suck. (laughs) Okay, and let's see what happens in this episode, guys. (laughs) Okay, so in our latest episode, Flunky, Britt, in our time warp, you told us that Dumb and Dumber came out on Christmas Day, 1994, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of joked about it being an Oscar contender because mm-hmm. usually on Christmas Day, big Oscar contenders premiere. But in 1994, Dumb and Dumber premiered on Christmas Day. And I said, I thought Dumb and Dumber at least won an MTV award. Did you actually say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did. Okay, okay, okay. I did. <laughs> I yes. trust you. So, Dumb and Dumber did win an MTV award in 1995 for Drumroll. Best Kiss. Oh, Best Kiss. It's that big kiss between Jim Carrey and uh the actor's name is Lauren Holly. Oh, okay. So MTV only started giving out that award in 1992, so a few years earlier, and the first ones to win it were Anna Klumski and Macaulay Culkin for their Kissing My Girl. That's, like, kind of creepy a little bit, I feel like. They were kids, like kids' kids. Yeah, I think it was cute. I thought it was cute. (laughs) Okay. I guess it's creepy if you know later on who gets best kiss, when, like, Sarah Michelle Geller and Selma Blair are getting best kiss for cruel intentions. Gets a little sluttier. Yeah. And that's not like <laughs> it's not because they were two women, but that kiss was like there was like all this slobber and it's a very sexualized <laughs> movie. And then, you know, like Macaulay Culkin wins when he's like seven. Well, they basically made the award for Macaulay Culkin, <laughs> which I guess is kind of cute at that point. I still think it's a little weird. Other notable winners of that award, Adam Sandler and Drew, Drew Barrymore in The Wedding Singer in 1998. Um, Twilight won it like four years in a row. Okay. Boring. So there it is, Dumb and Dumber, bringing home the MTV Movie Award. And since we're on the topic of awards, in 1995, so for season two of Ready or Not, Laura Bertram won a Gemini Oh, really? Best best performance in a children's or youth program or series. Were her and Lonnie Billard, like, were they in competition? That I don't know. Um, There were a few other nominations for both season one and two of Ready or Not. Uh, But little Amanda took it home in 1995. That's cool. I didn't know that. Bravo, Laura Bertram. Actually, she wins again in 1996, but we'll get there when we get there. Well, I'm only mentioning that because I know people who are going to like DM me and be like, just so you know, but we freaking <laughs> know. Okay. We're talking about season two right now. So this is all back when the Gemini Awards still existed. In 2012, the Academy of Canadian Cinema and Television sort of discontinued the Geminis mm. and the Genie Awards, and they were both replaced with what is now called the Canadian Screen Awards. Oh, Okay. So the Geminis were like for Canadian television and the genies were for Canadian like cinema or movies. Right. Okay. So they just like combined. Yeah. They combined them back in 2012. Okay. I think we better not chit chat too much before this episode because we've got a real doozy. I've got a lot of highlighted notes. No, no. (laughs) Okay. Let's hear the time warp. All right. Let's throw it back to like the last week of January, 1995. Okay. What was the top song? I don't know. Still boys to men. No, it's not boys to men. It is TLC with creep. 
Uh, I don't really know that song very well, to be honest. And I was going to listen to it today and then I just didn't. Is it like creep? Yeah. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) That's all I can think of. Maybe. (laughs) They had a lot of hits. A lot of bangers for TLC. And then the top box office. I wasn't that interested. Street Fighter. Oh, boring. Just like some Mortal Kombat thing. I don't even know. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Street Fighter. Wasn't there like a whole series of those? Oh, probably. All right. That's it. Anything else? Low key. No, low key. Low key week. TLC. Yeah. Um, Synopsis for the episode. All right. So we're on season two, episode 13. Am I perverted or what? Amanda and Busy think they hear Dom call into a sex talk radio show. And Amanda thinks she's a pervert when she likes the looks of a naked Dom Ramon. (laughs) So many things. So many things happening in this episode. It's a lot. Okay, this season two finale of Ready or Not. Am I perverted or what? Ready, you're not. Can't wait another day. Okay, we've got Busy played by Lonnie Billard, Amanda played by Laura Bertram. Our opening scene has the girls in sleepover mode. Brushing each other's hair. <laughs> At Busy's house, brushing each other's hair, which seems a little more intimate than I ever got with my friends, but okay. <laughs> Uh, they're listening to a radio show called The Love Line. Yeah, Love Line. With Dr. Lynn. I feel like there was actually something like Love Line with like Dr. Drew Pinsky or something. Okay. I believe this is like a fictional show. Oh, yeah. But I think there might be a real one or Love Connection. Something similar. Yeah. Well, this is an ongoing theme in the episode. This like call in radio show, mm-hmm. which is supposed to we're guessing sort of mimic the Sunday night sex show with Sue Johansson. Yes, which we all watched, obviously. We all remember the Sunday night sex show. It started in the 80s as a radio show on Q107. Wow, that's crazy. Transitioned into a talk show, which ran on like a few different networks Mm -hmm. and only ended in 2005. That's insane because I remember watching that and Sue seemed like she was nearing like this was like the end of her career and that was like the 90s and she like kept going for like another 10 or 15 years well i think she's still going with something maybe she has a podcast i didn't look into it she's 91 now originally from toronto but her show did air in the u.s but i guess americans were all like cheese that they weren't able to call in and ask their own questions oh my god i feel so <laughs> bad for you now you know how we felt when american idol was on and we couldn't call in without getting charged like 20 dollars <laughs> <laughs> so in 2002 she made a show for the american audience called talk sex with sue johansson that's interesting yeah, so she yeah, she did that for a long time. So anyways, this love line with Lynn that Busy and Amanda are listening to um, seems very similar to the idea of the Sue Johansson show with people mm-hmm. calling in with their sex and relationship questions. Yeah. So there's a caller that's complaining about the way her boyfriend kisses, says he has like fish lips or something along those lines. Busy and Amanda start to complain about how Troy and Danny kiss. Busy says, one time it was like Troy was trying to floss her teeth with his tongue. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) But Amanda seems to be gel. She wants a French kiss from Danny. But Busy has apparently tried it, and she says it's disgusting. Well, they're only in, what, grade seven? Yeah, it's a little early. Yeah. But it was happening at my school. Oh, a yeah, lot. I think it was a lot. OK, so at this point, Britt, <laughs> they're listening to the radio show. And who Dr. calls in? Dr. Lynn gets a call from an unknown caller who is obviously voiced by Dom Fab Filippo, Busy's brother in the show. I didn't see in the credits. I wonder if in the credits it said like, no, it didn't. It, it didn't. didn't. It didn't, it, which okay. makes me think that it was actually supposed to be him, which we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. It's a big mystery, guys. We're not going to give it away now. <laughs> we'll get there. So 
This caller, who Lynn is calling Shades, says, quote, uh, it's my girlfriend, Lynn. She's getting weird. She wants me to wear sunglasses like every time we do it. <laughs> so busy. <laughs> busy, who's like flipping through some hockey cards, says, that sounds like Dom when he's calling in sick for school. And Busy and Amanda at the same time are like, it is Dom. (laughs) So the caller goes on to explain that his girlfriend only lets him wear each pair once. And she likes expensive brands that are like $19.95 (laughs) a pair. I mean, I guess that was expensive for a kid his age in the 90s. But well, I was going to say, remember the days when $20 sunglasses were expensive sunglasses? Okay, so they turn the radio up. They really want to listen to this. By the way, Amanda has her pink flannel jammies on again (laughs) that she wore when she faked being sick to get her mom home from the date. Right. Yes. So Lynn tells the caller his girlfriend's fetish is harmless and he should ask her if he can reuse the same pair a few times because the caller shades his main complaint is that he's going broke buying all the sunglasses. I feel like a high school kid his age would do anything possible to get new sunglasses if it meant he could be with Cheryl. Yes. Like really a lot of desperation in high school boys. Yeah. Like he would do whatever to get their girlfriend in this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You do whatever it takes. Spray paint a pair so she doesn't know. You'd get creative. There's no way you would just be like, sorry, Cheryl, I don't have the cash. No, borrow them from your buds. You'd be borrowing sunglasses like trading from people, trading, stealing, which we do not condone here on the Still Not Ready podcast. (laughs) But no, there'll be some desperation Mm -hmm. if this was really the case. Busy sunglasses would be missing. Like (laughs) no sunglasses in their own house. (laughs) Okay. So cut to Amanda and Danny having a little date. Did you see Danny's shirt? Yeah. Yeah. So in the previous scene, Amanda's complaining about him like fish lip kissing. Mm-hmm. And in this scene, he's wearing a shirt that says fish forever. And there's a picture of a fish. That wasn't an accident. No, that's no freaking accident. That was intentional. I thought that, that was pretty no, funny. Yeah, that was good. So they're having this little date and he's like cupping and smelling his own breath. That doesn't like when- work. When she's not around. Remember, what did we did talk about this? I feel like I I told you to lick the back of your hand and then smell it. (laughs) And then that's what your breath smells like. And then you confirm there's no way that's true because that's disgusting. Well, it just smells like saliva. Yeah, it's gross. So he's clearly worried about his breath. And Amanda. Okay, so Amanda reads his palm. It's like a little bit awkward between the two of them. I mean, I know that they're I know that they're dating, but like they probably haven't seen a lot of each other alone. Right. I mean, we're in grade seven, like any alone time with your boyfriend is awkward and weird. And last episode, he hightailed it to New York halfway through. So that's true. Yeah. So he's back and she's reading his palm. So super awkward. Um, He leans in for a kiss. And seems like Amanda is going for a French kiss, Mm -hmm. but he's going in more for those like dry fish lip kisses. (laughs) And he's all taken aback by the the French kiss attempt. Yeah. He's like, oh, what are you doing, Amanda? (laughs) Okay, so Amanda mentions to Danny she wants to French kiss, but seems like Danny isn't ready. Yeah. I mean, we find out more later, but. I mean, I guess you should respect his boundaries. (laughs) He's like, I thought most girls wanted to go slow. But Amanda is clearly disappointed in this scene. It's also quite innocent because she's kind of like, I'm ready for the next step. And the next step is just French kissing. (laughs) Yeah. Like if this is like a a really serious conversation about taking it to the next step. And she just wants to like shove her tongue in his mouth which it's kind of cute because i think if you were watching this at that age that's probably like a better message than like the equivalent high school dramas like when they say next step they're not talking about french kissing 
No, they're talking about what Dom's doing with Cheryl. Exactly. So it's kind of it was kind of cute and innocent. She's like sifting through her CDs, thinking of French kissing. <laughs> her CDs. <laughs> Putting on a TLC CD. Probably. Or Alanis Morris set. Yeah. Okay. So we're now at the Ramones house. Busy is in full on summer vacation mode. Like what is going on there? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I don't, again, I don't think they're, they're not on summer vacation yet because we do get that class, the one classroom scene in this episode. Yeah, I met her outfit. Oh, busy. <laughs> her hair is tucked up underneath a bucket hat. Flipped up the front of the bucket hat. Like blossom style. Yeah. She's wearing a bright green muscle shirt, shorts, wool socks and Tiva sandals. Oh my God. The worst combination is socks and sandals. And the wool socks too. Yeah. Like I guess like socks and sandals is actually like cool now because you wear like slides and you wear socks. It's supposed to be a little bit cool now, I think. Well, Tivas are back in fashion. We've had this discussion already. <laughs> but I don't think yeah, I like- you saw someone at the farmer's market in oh, Guelph wearing, wearing the Tevas. <laughs> I'm telling you, I just I'm not into her outfit. I don't like any of it. Yeah, this is a look. This is a look. So Dom is making fun of her for whatever reason, probably her outfit. And Busy's like, say that again. She wants to like hear his voice again, like see if it was him that was calling into that Dr. Lynn show. So busy is like highly suspicious that Dom was the one who called into the show. Mm. So later on, busy tells Amanda she's going to use it as blackmail. Smart thinking. Busy and Amanda are like hanging out outside. They're like sun tanning, reading magazines, Busy is like trying to set up a tent. Amanda's got her bathing suit and her cutoff shorts on. I was kind of a bit surprised by Amanda's outfit. You think it was scandalous? Well, I thought it was a little. Actually, I did have written down outfit is a little scandalous. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a one piece on in shorts. Maybe I was just taken aback because we've never seen either of them wear anything other than like oversized pants, shirts, jackets. No, that's and not true. Like, they're, what's no, happening? that's not true. Britt, they're on the swim team. We've seen them in bathing suits. Oh, yeah, but that was different. It was something about the the shorts I thought were short. <laughs> well, A, it was the 90s. So I guess some people did dress like that, but she always seemed a bit more conservative in what she wore. But then she's wearing these shorts. I was like, whoa, those are short. Uh, I wasn't too thrown off. I thought she looked cute. She had like a little oh, hat on. Yeah. Sunglasses. Very summer. She's got the summer look down. She's killing it compared to what Busy's wearing. She needs to give Busy some summer look advice. Yeah, for sure. Big they time. Need, yeah. They need to go to the mall. <laughs> so Busy thinks she's going to use this whole sunglass sex info against Dom and like get rides to places. But Amanda's like, you need more evidence. And then again, at the same time, Busy and Amanda are both like sunglasses. (laughs) So they're going to try and find some sunglasses. Okay. So again, a little on the intimate side, Amanda's putting sunscreen on Busy's back. Mm -hmm. She runs out. So Busy sends her to the bathroom to go get more. Which I thought it was weird because it's Busy's house. So Busy would obviously go and get more. But but Busy is very busy trying to put up the tent for some I reason. I guess. So one time me and my friend were on vacation. I was like in high school. So like obviously you needed her to put sunscreen on. And this is also around Christmas when that movie came out called Sexy Beast. I think uh, the movie with like Ian McClellan or something. It was like an Oscar contender came out at Christmas. Okay. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so she puts sunscreen on. I'm like, okay, thanks. But then she she spelled out that movie, Sexy Beast, in sunscreen. On your back? <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I was with her and her family. And I, think, <laughs> and I think her parents are like, you can't leave her with sunscreen like that. We were like in the Caribbean. It would have been bad news. You would have never noticed. No, no. And I, you know what? I I'm trying to remember what happened. I don't know if I did ever notice. And she just like took a picture and then going through the camera roll after it's like, there was this photo, but anyways, putting sunscreen on is 
you know, it's important. Yeah, well, I know it's important, but I don't think I, I don't know. I can't remember rubbing my friends down with sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, but if you're by yourself, what are you going to do? I don't know. I just use the spray stuff. We didn't have that then. Yeah, it wasn't out yet. It was yet. like 2002. <laughs> it wasn't out yet. Okay. So Busy sends Amanda into her house to find more sunscreen. So Amanda's approaching the bathroom and she can hear Dom singing in the shower mm-hmm. on top of old Smokey. All covered in cheese. <laughs> so it's a combination of the song on top of old Smokey mm-hmm. and the parody on top of spaghetti. Yes. It's like a, a mashup. It's a bit of a mashup of the two, yeah. Because mm-hmm. that, on top of Old Smokey, that's a song from like the 1800s, I think. Well, according to the internet, 1950. It gained popularity in 1951. Right, but it goes back like... I think it does. Like, way, I think way, you're way, right. Way, way back. It's like a real old, old-timey ditty. Yeah, it's a real old-timer. Real yeah. old-timer. So she hears him singing in the shower. The door is open a crack, so she pokes her head in. I mean, she's she's having a look, but the shower curtain isn't see-through. No. I mean, like she's she, asking for this to happen. She can't see anything when she first looks in. Like, this is what the weird thing is. It's like, why, if you hear the shower running, why would you go in? If she knew it was Dom, then it makes a bit more sense. But, like, she didn't know who it was. Well, she could it, hear him singing. She knew it was him. Oh, right. I forgot about that piece. Okay. So as she's coming up to the door, she can tell it's him. Good point. Good point. Well, okay. But then she may have seen something because he reaches out to get his towel and she startles him. Also, why is he reaching out to get his towel? He's still covered in soap. But <laughs> the shower was still running, I think. But. She's, yeah. She startles him and he's like, oh, oh Amanda. He sees her and he says something like, oh, do you like my singing or something? Something like that. Yeah. But she like bails hard. Mm -hmm, Obviously. And he's like, "Uh, can you close the door, uh, Amanda? Amanda's always (laughs) doing stuff like this. It was the same thing with like the whole poem. And how did she give Frankie that poem, like creep in his room and leave it? Like she's always kind of like. She's always sneaking around at the remote house. So sneaky. Okay, so Amanda re-emerges in the backyard. She sits down all awkwardly. Busy's like, uh, did you get the sunscreen? Amanda's like, no, I forgot. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Good excuse. Well, what'd you go in there for? Oh, uh. <laughs> but Busy doesn't ask any further no, questions. No, that's it. No follow-up. <laughs> okay, so Amanda's now off to bed at her house back in the pink flannel jammies, but she can't sleep. So she turns on Dr. Lynn's love line again. And the current caller is basically describing like a peeping Tom situation. Mm -hmm. And he wants to know if he's a pervert. Lynn's like, uh, yeah, that's a problem there, caller. And basically explains that if every thought in your head is about sex, you might have a problem and you should consider professional help. That's what Dr. Lynn said. So Amanda's listening to this and we're now getting the idea that Amanda thinks she might have a problem or thinks she's a perv mm-hmm. because she just couldn't help take a peek at Dom in the shower. Well, I think we <laughs> all know it's fine, Amanda. Well, okay, no, I shouldn't say no big deal because it's not appropriate to, you're kind of breaching someone's privacy by doing that. Yeah, it's not like no big deal. If Dom was like a super sensitive guy, she might have herself a problem. It is slightly inappropriate. I guess what I'm saying no big deal is like, Amanda, it's okay that you're thinking about Dom in that way. That's no big deal. Yeah. Like, it's okay. (laughs) But hold your horses, folks, because now we get a dream sequence. Yay! So in Amanda's dream, we get like a smoother, slower version of on top of old Smokey. <laughs> um, she's peeking into the bathroom again. 
It's all misty from the steam of the shower. (laughs) Dom looks out from behind the shower curtain wearing like giant novelty sized sunglasses and says to Amanda, we know being perverted can be fun. (laughs) They're like the big yellow clown glasses. Yeah, he tries to hand her a pair of giant novelty sized sunglasses and says like join the club (laughs) oh no so the road we're going down now is that amanda is worried she might be a perv she like looks it up in the dictionary it makes things even more confusing Mm -hmm. okay so the next day busy and amanda rifling through dom's room it's a weird room like, it's like a retro basement with, like, well, wood paneling. Yeah, he's obviously, like, he moved himself down to the basement. It was like, he's not going to share with Frankie. So he's like, I'm going to the basement. Yeah, one of and those just like, situations. Yeah, like, retrofitted some space to just be, like, his room. It probably doesn't even have a door. Yeah. <laughs> just like. <laughs> but it does have a bunch of mannequin hands. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even notice that. Like, 10 of them. All lined up. Didn't even see that. (laughs) So Amanda is kind of bailing on this whole Sherlock Holmes thing Busy's doing with the mystery of the sunglasses. Like Busy wants to figure out if Dom was the mystery caller. Mm -hmm. But Amanda thinks she's a perv, so she doesn't want anything to do with it anymore. Yeah, she's over it. Anyways, Busy finds three pair of sunglasses. (gasps) Three pairs. It's not (laughs) that many, Dom. So she's convinced she starts like making a mental note of the brands of the sunglasses. Mm -hmm. So at this point, the phone rings. Busy tells Amanda to wait in Dom's room. Again, she's just in there sneaking around. No, Amanda, leave. Yes, she's like trying on the sunglasses. I know, like what does she think is going to happen here? Checking herself out in the mirror. And we get the side pan in her reflection which reveals Dom in the doorway. I'd be so embarrassed. <laughs> He's like, uh, what are you doing in my room? And she's trying, she's like trying on the sunglasses. And he says, you can have those if you want. I only wore them once. Just leaving all these little Easter eggs, <laughs> yeah. you know, all these little hints that it was him on the call. Okay. Let's make a note about what Dom is wearing. The cutoff like sweatshirt, fleece poncho, <laughs> a V-neck that reveals like his collarbone and his <laughs> sternum. Like it's a big V. It's a deep V. It's a. He deep... was wearing the deep V before American Apparel thought of it. Ah, maybe. Wait, isn't American Apparel canceled, or did they just disappear? I don't know if they're canceled. I thought they just disappeared. They really disappeared. I really love that store. And they just disappeared. I know. I think they still exist. There no, might have they been don't. At all. They're not even online. You, you can buy like they, they sell the t-shirts to like other companies still. But that's pretty much it. Hmm. I had a lot of their t-shirts, actually. I really like that store. And they're just vanished into freaking thin air. Um, okay. Okay. So Busy comes back. Dom like leans back in his chair all sexy like mm-hmm. <laughs> he knows Amanda has a crush tells them both to get out he's got to take a shower looks at Amanda and winks at her all Dom does seemingly is like in this episode is shower and go to Cheryl's <laughs> like that's it well Amanda's like oh my god I'm such a perv <laughs> And then Dom like runs his fingers through his hair and has like a bit of a laugh about the whole thing. It's a good Dom episode. Oh, it's so good. Good. Okay. Okay. So now we're back filming on Queen Street West. Yes. Outside of a glasses store. So apparently Busy's into true crime because she's talking about using deductive reasoning to solve the sunglass mystery. Amanda still wants no part of this whole thing. No. Because every time they talk about Dom being a perv, Amanda's view of herself gets a little closer to being a straight up perv. Yes. So Busy goes into the store. Then there's like this weird scene where there's this disheveled guy on the street in a suit, like trying to get people to save themselves. It hits Amanda, though. Yeah. He looks right at her. Yeah. 
Busy comes running out of the store. Guess what? What? The glasses in the store were 1995. Wow. Case solved. Case closed. Just like the caller said. <laughs> so, okay. In case you're trying to follow along with these clues, Busy and Amanda heard someone who sounded like Dom call into a sex advice show saying his girlfriend makes him buy sunglasses that are 1995 and wear them during sex. He said when they do it. When they do it. Busy and Amanda then went into Dom's room found three pair of sunglasses, making a mental note of the brand of sunglasses. Then Busy went into a glasses store, found the brands of sunglasses that were in Dom's room and confirmed they did in fact cost $19.95, basically <laughs> confirming that Dom was the caller. This is a complex storyline on Ready or Not. Maybe Busy grows up to be a detective with all this deductive reasoning. I mean, she's a shoe in for the force. <laughs> oh, Busy would be so hard into true crime podcasts if she. Oh was my like, gosh! If she was around during this time, mm-hmm. she'd be into that obsessed network like crazy. Um, okay. <laughs> Don't hawk other podcasts, Amy. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> also, Amanda thinks she's a perp, so there's a lot happening in this episode. <laughs> Okay, so Danny and Amanda are at a park mm-hmm. sitting on a picnic table. And I think what's happening here is that Danny is apologizing for being a square the other night. Because remember, he wouldn't French kiss her. And yeah. So he's saying now that he says he was worried about his breath because he had like a falafel for supper that night and it was loaded with hot sauce and garlic. I feel like, okay, he was checking his breath, but I thought that was just because he knew they were going to kiss and just generally you don't want bad breath. But I think he was like, I don't know why he wouldn't just say. You think this is a cover up? You think it's a cover up? You know, like why would he just say, I'm not quite ready for that yet, Amanda. Well, I don't think that's the case. I think he like actually had a stinky. Okay, so you think that was that was the real thing? Well, why wouldn't Danny want a French kiss, Amanda? I mean, well, because he's maybe nervous because he's never done it before. So he's kind of scared. He hasn't had any practice. He's not any practice. <laughs> I don't know. On his arm or whatever. I thought it was a little bit too much information from Danny, though. <laughs> if that was legitimately the case, like that's a little bit gross, Danny. Well, but I but- also feel like he would have just said it that night. Like, well, I'm just scared because like, I ate a falafel. Like, I don't know if you drag it on to like two days later and be like, meet me at the park so I can explain what happened. Also, Danny looked good in this scene. Because he had, a, you don't see his like hair. Well, yeah, oh, that's what it was. He had a <laughs> backwards hat. Dad, yeah, yeah, he had a backwards like dad hat on. Yeah. Jeans and like a button up baseball shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the hair. Yeah, he didn't have the. Maybe they like didn't have time to do the hair. <laughs> It's just like <laughs> that day they didn't have time to crimp his hair for an hour. So I like just put one of busy's hats on. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, we're done here. Um, okay. So Danny's trying to make it up to Amanda. So he wants to give her a French kiss, but Amanda is super hung up on the fact that she mm-hmm. might be a perv. She like runs away. says she wants to go slow leaving Danny. Like, WTF. Yeah. yeah. I feel a bit bad for Danny in this episode. Like Amanda's Amanda's being difficult. Well, I think that's just Amanda's MO. Well, she's flip-flopping. She's flip-flopping. And that's well confusing for and a I, guy like Danny. I mean, I guess fair enough. She's trying to figure out her own stuff. That's what happens when you're in grade eight. There's no logic. What are you gonna say to your like grade seven boyfriend? Well, I snuck a peek at my best friend's brother in the shower. And now I'm scared that, you know, I'm sex obsessed. Like, of course, (laughs) you're not going to be honest about what's going on. You're too young. So I don't want to French kiss you and just make it real that I'm sex obsessed. Well, but Danny's like, she she's like really being left in the dust. He's like, what? I thought this was what you wanted. And then she's like bailing because now she thinks he's a perp, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So the girls are still in school at this point because we get a classroom scene next. I feel like this scene was almost not really that necessary. Like there's already so many other things going on with like her and Danny is Don the caller. Like, let's just. Yeah, well, they throw this they throw this in 
but it's it's relatable because oh yeah um it's like the sexual health class being led by the girls gym teacher mm-hmm. ms kosmuchka kosmuchka so, something like that yeah yeah busy says it at one point but it's mm-hmm. hard to catch so does everyone remember when you had that special unit in health class where you got to talk about sex and sometimes they would let you write anonymous questions down and put them in a hat and the teacher would like read them out and answer the questions. I don't know if I remember having the anonymous questions part. I actually really remember the one in high school more specifically. Okay. Because in this like one moment, talk about how like things that you say can really define and stick with people. I can't remember the teacher's name. I know exactly what she looks like. But for some reason in health class, we were talking about like pregnancy and giving birth. Okay. And she starts talking about epidurals. The teacher? Yeah. Okay. Now I know. It's like such a common, it's like so common, right? Like so common. Yeah. Except she said, well, there's a lot of risks associated with an epidural. Well, guess what? Don't you think I've been scared of an epidural ever since that grade 10 health class? Oh, that bitch. It's true. And good thing it was just about an epidural. Imagine she said something else. Well, I think they are trying to scare you with a lot of things. Because did you watch the video of the woman giving birth in health class in high school? No. Oh, we did. And like people were people were like seriously scarred by it, man. And they didn't even they didn't get like just a regular, you know, like the one where like the ladies naked in a pond giving birth. Like, <laughs> well, to be honest, not one of those. It wasn't one of those. I was given, a real bloody massacre is what it was. <laughs> I'm giving birth and will never watch a video of giving birth. I don't want to see what really happens. I don't need to know. No, I saw it. We saw it. We saw it in gym class. But this was high school. It wasn't like. Busy and Amanda are still in grade seven, but I do remember in grade six, we had these classes and we were with the guys. It wasn't even split Mm. up yet. And one of the guys dared another guy to write in the question box. I like, I dare you to write down what would happen if, if you had sex with a monkey. Oh my God. So the teacher read it. After going through all the questions, like the teacher read it and the teacher was basically like, please don't have sex with a monkey. I think it's illegal. (laughs) I'm not even going to talk about this. Please do not have sex with a monkey. (laughs) When you give kids these anonymous question boxes, it's like you're just really opening up a can of worms for all sorts of weird things. But you're just asking for like the shit disturber in the class to like write these ludicrous questions. Yeah, but you never know. Maybe that shit disturber really wants to know the answer to that question. <laughs> no, but okay. Anyways, Ms. Kosmuchka, Ms. Kosmuchka is reading out the questions. So it's like just girls in this class. Mm-hmm. So Busy and Amanda and a bunch of girls, uh, that some of them we've seen before, some of them we haven't really seen before. Um, so there's some like pretty boring questions. Then there's one about masturbation. I thought her answer was okay. I don't think she should have let the rest of the class pipe up, but there's a lot of piping up. But so everyone is sort of going like, "Ew, gross. Like, I would never do that. Amanda says just because some people do it doesn't make it right. This is exactly why they shouldn't let the other kids pipe up because well, whoever wrote that question now is going to feel awful because some girl in the class is like, that's disgusting. Yeah. But I think Amanda's like overcompensating here. Because she thinks she's a perv and she's like, well, I'm going to say like the most the most square thing. Oh, that yes. There is. Yeah. So people don't to think prove I'm that I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But wait, did Busy write this question? Well, don't spoil it. Well, she gave a look to Amanda. She, yeah, she gave a look to Amanda at the end of the scene when Amanda said that whole yeah. like, well, uh, doesn't make it right comment. And kind of gave her like a side eye, like, shut up. <laughs> well, and there's like a couple times if you watch this scene when the question's being read, she's kind of like forcing a laugh. Like, yeah, that is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Who would do that? Yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely. OK, so Busy and Amanda are getting ready to camp out in the backyard. Busy's still all gung ho about catching Dom on the love line. She has also now searched Dom's room 
mm-hmm. again, found more sunglasses and a stack of porno magazines. <gasps> Not those. Amanda just loses it. Oh, Amanda has had it. She tells Busy to get rid of those. It's perverted smut. <laughs> and like, doesn't she like slap them out of her hand or something? Yeah, and starts like ripping them up. Yeah, she goes a- <laughs> Okay. She's so, having a break. So Dom actually does call the love line again. Well, Dom. Well, okay, it's Dom. But Fizzy wants Amanda to go in the kitchen and pick up the phone to see <laughs> if it is Dom. Amanda wants nothing to do with it. So the caller says his girlfriend not only wants him to wear sunglasses, but now she wants him to wear berets. Wow. <laughs> and Busy says, oh, Dom hates hats. It can't be him. And like, for some reason, that's like reason enough for them to stop speculating that Shades is Dom. <laughs> oh, she knows nothing about high school boys because he would wear that beret. Uh, he'd be looking all over for berets yeah. in all different colors. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think even when I originally watched this episode, I speculated that Dom knew the girls were on to him about the sunglasses thing. So oh. he, like, they were listening. So he's, he's like calling in to make an even more ridiculous claim just to see oh. what they end up doing about hmm. it. Because in my opinion, I do think it's it's supposed to be Dom, right? Oh, I think so. I mean, we well, don't. Well, it's his voice. So Busy and Amanda get into like a pretty heated argument about which one of them is a pervert. Mm-hmm. So they decide to call the love line Great plan. themselves and ask Lynn. Oh, my God. This shit keeps getting better and better and better. I forgot about this part of the episode, actually. So Amanda calls in and I don't know what they actually were planning to ask, but Amanda like sort of panics and then asks, quote, okay, get ready, (laughs) (laughs) quote, what would you do if you saw a boy practically naked and it wasn't really an accident? Like you went to the bathroom to get some sunscreen and he was in the shower and you kind of looked, but you found it hard to turn away. Is there something wrong with me, Dr. Lynn? (laughs) Okay, I did not understand how Dr. Lynn could not get this and just answer it. Well, Dr. Lynn was like, uh, hold up there. I know. Bud. Can it's you like, slow down? Oh, well, slow down. I mean, I couldn't catch it. It was pretty clear, Lynn. Well, so Lynn, like, asked her to repeat the question. <laughs> and Amanda, like, hangs up, yeah. and runs out of Busy's room, out to the tent in the backyard, I guess. <laughs> And Busy has sort of at this point pieced this all together. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was pretty obvious. Amanda yeah. rambling on about seeing the brother in the shower. <laughs> um, so, but she has a pretty good laugh about it. So later on, they're in the tent. Amanda wants to know if she's sick. Aww. Busy says, it's sick that you like Dom's bod, but it's not sick that you snuck a peek. <laughs> well, because Busy's grossed out because she's like, ew, that's my brother. Yeah, but she's not grossed out enough to not use the term Dom's bod. <laughs> well, it just sounds so good. <laughs> it's gross that you like Dom's bod. <laughs> my bro, my big bro. Yeah, that's what I think you would have said. Like, well, it's gross that you like Dom, but not gross that you wanted to look. Well, she's pretty supportive. <laughs> yeah. So she convinces Amanda, like, it's okay to be curious and you're not a perv. Mm -hmm. So we do find out that Busy was the one who wrote the masturbation question. Yeah, she discloses. So either she's just confirming to Amanda, like, well, everyone's curious and perverted. So, like, it's not that big of a deal. Or she's just trying to convince herself that she's not perverted no I think you know because the teacher kind of said like it's normal so I think busy like actually listens to what people say not just like her classmates she asked her question she got her answer yes that's true she's not like overthinking it and thinking like oh my gosh the teacher's wrong like I think she's like no 
Or if she did think that she was a bit of a perv, the fact that Amanda is also thinking that she's a bit of a perv is like, okay, well, we're all just normal. I mean, what they did in this episode is fairly normal behavior for like kids their age. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, So Dom then opens the tent and scares them. (laughs) He's on his way to Cheryl's. Obviously. Uh, He notices that Busy scoffed his sunglasses. The word scoffed is used a few times. (laughs) (laughs) So Dom then says, girls, if you're going to call into those sex lines, learn to disguise your voice. Mm, Another clue gives them a wink and a gun. (laughs) He does the tent back up. The girls giggle their way through the night. The end. See, I thought for sure they were going to give us like confirmation that it was Dom because I thought maybe he'd have a beret on, you know, as just like it was. No, but at that point, he knows that they were listening. Well, because he was listening and heard Amanda call in. He was listening. He heard Amanda. But that's also a clue that he was listening because he heard them. Right. Yeah. He was listening. So it's it's a very good possibility that he was calling in him. It would be great if there was like a final scene where he walked away and we get like this butt shot of him and there's like a beret hanging out of his back pocket or something. Yeah, like like I thought they were going to do something (laughs) like that for the audience. So like we knew, I mean, although at that age, when you watch it, if you're like 11, you probably wouldn't have picked up on it. You might not have picked up on it. For the adults watching. Yeah, I mean, you got to slide that stuff in for the people who are going to have a podcast about your show 30 years later. (laughs) Duh. Can we think about that next time, please? (laughs) For the reboot, please. Think 30 years ahead. (laughs) Okay. Season two finale. Everyone's a perv. What a good episode. (laughs) One of the best ones of this season. This season was bonkers. Yeah. Oh, my God. We started season two almost a year ago. Oh, my God. It's taken us that long to get through 13 episodes. (laughs) Well, okay. So I was looking back to see what episodes were even in season two. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are we sure that that birds and the bees episode was like season two? Yeah. It feels like an eternity yeah. ago. The I birds know. and the bees one where Amanda steals the sex book from the family she's babysitting for busy and Troy went on their first date in season two. Yeah. We met euphoria busy and, and Troy. Break little up. white lie. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda, Amanda gets her first kiss and first boyfriend. Amanda gets her first boyfriend. Busy was a racist. Lots of good episodes. <laughs> Lots of good episodes. I like this one, though. This one's your favorite. I also like the birds and the bees one. I thought that was pretty funny. I liked Flunky. Oh, my gosh. Am I perverted or what? The pervert ones are funny. The pervert ones are funny. Well, and those are the ones that you probably would have liked as a kid, too. They're funny because I think when you watch as an adult, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is for the most part, fairly innocent. I I remember watching this episode so vividly as a kid thinking, I don't know what Amanda's problem is. There are people at my school way more perverted than her. (laughs) Like this is like you said, like this is pretty PG. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Dom stuff is pretty funny. But well, I know I feel like they need like they should have done a spinoff just of like the Ramon brothers. <gasps> Ramon brothers spinoff. Like that would have been interesting just to see the lives of like Dom and Frankie. Manny, I don't care. Stay tuned. And we'll be taking another little hiatus between seasons. But guys, season three has some ridiculous episodes. And we won't miss a single one. Like we mentioned in our last episode, the girls go to summer camp in season three. <laughs> in season I three. I really hate that. Like I'm dreading having to watch that. My buddy, my buddy. <laughs> oh my God. We'll just skip it. <laughs> oh no. In, in season three, another one of my all time favorites. Uh, Amanda, oh, Amanda, yeah. uh, Amanda, I can't freaking wait for that one. The girls date a lot of new guys in season three. In season three, 
in season three. The Kurt Browning episode is in season three. Amanda turns 13 in season three. Oh my gosh, I can't take it. So my friends, do not forget to hit subscribe so you'll know when season three comes out. Definitely follow us on Instagram at Still Not Ready Pod so we don't lose touch. And remember, if you think you might want to be a guest on the podcast mm. and help us break down one of these crazy season three episodes, send us a DM or send us an email. Uh, maybe we'll throw the email address up on the show notes for this episode. Good so. call. Good call. And there will be a bonus episode Ooh. between seasons. We're thinking about an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Ooh, I'm too scared for that. One of the episodes that Laura Bertram was in, just to circle it all back to our favorite Canadian teen drama from the 90s. Anything else, Britt? I don't think so. That's it. Season two, that's a wrap. See you over on Instagram at Still Not Ready Pod. Don't forget to let us know. Are you re-watching the episodes along with us? What was your favorite season two episode? Are Busy and Amanda perverted or what? Signing off on Ready or Not season two. Thanks for listening. I'm Amy. And I'm Brett. And you've just found out we're still not ready.